Okay, good afternoon, evening, everybody. Tomorrow's daf, Be'ezus Hashem, is getting daf Lamid Zayin. We are holding on daf Lamid Vav Amid Be'ez. Tomorrow's shir, today's shir for tomorrow's daf is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer, and his wife and children, and Lili Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha, Shalom. It's also sponsored by Rabbi Michael and Ellen Wexelbaum, Lizech Nishmas, their dear friend, George Klein, Ben Zion, Ben Avram Yosef, Zechron Levracha, the Nisham Shem and Aliyah. It is also sponsored by Misha Feldman, in memory of the fifth yard site of his wife, Donna Feldman, Donna Pesia Bashmul Yaakov Zev, which is Friday, the Nisham Shem and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to talk about today is the following. First, we're going to finish up our discussion of what aluva means exactly. And we're going to quote a brisa that uses the lashon of, of uh, olvin. And then the Gemara is going to discuss the etymology of the word prusbul. And a few more details about prusbul. We're going to talk about prusbul for yesomim. And we're going to talk about the requirement that the lova has to have karka in order for a prusbul to be written. What kind of karka would qualify? How much karka does the Lovin need to have. The Gemara is then going to discuss whether Shemitah will cancel when there's a star with Achrayas Nechassim. Is there any type of loan that Shemitah maybe would not cancel the uh, the, the loan on a Daraisa level? And then the Gemara is going to discuss what happens if a person tries to return the loan even though Shemitah had canceled it. Do we accept it for him? Do you need to say Mishamitani? And what, what what is the appropriate response? The Gemara is going to have a couple of stories relating to that. And then the Mishnah on Ahmed Bey's is going to deal with the case of an Eved who was taken, Eved Kanani, that belonged to a Jew who was taken in captivity, and other Jews redeemed him from captivity. So what happens to him? Does he go back to being an Eved? Does he not go back to being an Eved? The Gemara is going to discuss what exactly is the case that is the case that the Mishnah is dealing with, that the Mishnah is arguing about, and then we're going to have a Machloka Samarayim to try to, uh, try to try to verify what exactly the case of the Mishnah in fact is. So let's begin. We are up to Tan Rabbanon Hane'elavim V'enam Olvim. That's where we left off this morning. So the Bryson tells us that Hane'elavim V'enam Olvim someone who, uh, who, who who receives humiliation but doesn't humiliate back, uh, meaning receives some sort of uh, insult that uh, adds uh, that, that causes him to uh, to suffer from some indignity, but he doesn't respond in kind. Shomen Kharpasan, someone who hears humiliation where someone humiliates him, Vein Meshivim, and does not respond in kind, Osin Me'ahava, people who do mitzvahs Me'ahava, and not for the sake of Kabbalah Schar, and they're careful not to do Averos Me'ahava, and not because of Yiras Ha'onesh, Usmechen Bi'isurin, and people who take joy in their Yisurin, joy, but it means that they don't uh, uh, reject and get upset and uh, start uh, uh, rebelling against the Rebbe Shalom or saying terrible things about the Rebbe Shalom because of the Yisurim that they're suffering. Aleyin HaKasav Omer, about them, the Pasuk says, in Shiras Devora, in Sefer Shoftim, V'o'avav Kitzes HaShemesh B'gvuraso, that the O'avei HaShem will go and will shrink themselves until they get to the highest pinnacle, and uh, they will be, they'll have Malchus and they'll uh, rule over the entire world, like the sun whose light strengthens uh, the entire world and uh, illuminates the entire world, like the sun at midday. These are the kinds of people that, uh, that that's the leadership that these people are going to uh, are going to provide. Um, so says the Gemara, my prusbul, what is prusbul? What is the etymology of the word prusbul? So says Gemara, Amrav Chista, 
pros buli, ubuti, it is a takana for both ashirim and for aniyim, meaning we might think that a prosbul helps the guy who lends money get paid back, and therefore it's a takana for the ashirim, but it's just as much, that we have to remember, the purpose of prosbul was really a takana for aniyim, it's that ashirim didn't want to lend any money to aniyim, so prosbul was instituted so that ashirim will be interested in lending money to aniyim, and in that way, it is a benefit to both the ashirim and the aniyim. How do I know that buli and buti mean ashirim and aniyim? respectively. So the Gemara says, Buli elu ashirim. Buli means ashirim, because the Pasuk says, in the Sefer Vayikra, when it talks about the um, the Tochacha, the Shavarti Eskaon Uzchem, Utani Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef explains in Abraisa, Elu Bulaos, these are Bulaos Shav Yehuda, the Ashirim in Yehuda, the Akarosh Baruch Hu, will bring uh, brokenness to their uh, to their wealth that they take such great pride in. Buti Elu Haniyim, how do I know that Buti refers to Haniyim? Dechsev, because the Pasuk says in the Parsha of Tzedakah, Ha'avet Ta'avitenu, that if the Ani doesn't want to receive a matnas chinam, so give him a loan. And uh, therefore, you see, the word prusbul means a takana for both Ashirim and for Aniyim. It's a takana for Ashirim that they shouldn't lose their money, and a takana for Aniyim that they should have the ability to borrow money. Normally, Rava Lula Oza. Rava said to a person who speaks a foreign language and doesn't speak Lashon HaKodesh, and uh, he mentioned the word Prusbul, so he said, my Prusbul, what does the word Prusbul mean? So Amalei, the person said, this uh, language expert said to Rava that in the language that he speaks, the word Prus means Pursa de Milsa, a takana for something, some sort of a benefit that's instituted to, uh, to, to benefit people. So now says the Gemara, Ahalacha relating to Prusbul, Amr Vidomar Shmuel, Yisomin, if you have Yisomin, whose father uh, bequeathed to them chovos that other people owe them, they don't need a prosbul in order for the Shemitah not to uh, be Meshamit. Automatically, the Shemitah is not going to cancel their loans anyway. A Yasom does not require a prosbul anyway. The Shemitah is not going to cancel the loan. Why not? The reason that it's automatic is because Ram Gamliel and his Beisdin and not just from Gamliel, but all of the Nesia Yisrael in every generation are considered to be the fathers of the Yisum, meaning they are the ones that are appointed over uh, taking to, that, that whose responsibility it is to take care of the Yisumim, to take care of the money that belongs to the Yisumim, and therefore it's already as if the, the Shtar was Masr the Beisdin, because that's who the, the interested party is. It's the Beisdin, since the Beisdin are the ones that have the responsibility of taking care of the Yisumim. So now the Gemara pivots to discuss the idea that we only do a prosbul when the lova owns karka. So we're going to discuss many details related to that. Tanan Hasam, we have a Mishnah in the 10th paragraph of we only write a prosbul if the lova owns karka, because most halvaos that happen, the lova has karka, because no one would lend money to somebody who does not have karka. You need to have some sense of security that you're going to get paid back. So if you know that he has karka, he can't hide the karka. Karka doesn't go anywhere, and therefore you know that you'll always be able to at least seize his karka as a payment for the loan. When the lover doesn't have karka, that, and, and he, he, he manages to borrow money anyway, that could happen, but it's a milsalo shchicha. And milsalo shchicha lo tekin rabbanan. The rabbanan didn't make a takana, 
and if the lova doesn't have karka, what the malva can do in order to be able to uh, to effectuate a prosbul is he could be mizaka some karka from his field to the lova, just a kolshu of karka. Now the lova will own karka, and good, now we'll be able to write a, uh, a, a prosbul. It's interesting, he's being mizaka uh, um, uh, a karka to the lova at this point, um, meaning uh, the uh, the, 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 he didn't have karka lechora at the time of the loan, but uh, it's at the time of the prusbul that he has karka. The milslo shchich is that you wouldn't lend money to somebody who doesn't have karka at the time of the loan, but apparently that's the way they were masaking it, that in order to write the prusbul at the time of the writing of the prusbul, he needs to have karka. So that's what the, the way out. You could be mezakim karka kolshu. Okay, so can quantify that? Vekama kolshu. How much is karka kolshu? Amrav bar ashi amarav afilu kelach shal kruv echad. Even one uh, stalk of uh, cabbage is, is is the amount of uh, space in the in in the ground that you need to plant one stalk of cabbage. That's called karka kolshu. That would qualify as uh, as karka kolshu. So uh, so says the Gemara. Amarav Yehuda. Ravida says, Even if, you don't even need the Malva to be Mazaka actual karka from his field to the Lova. Even if the Malva just uh, lends, the, uh, or anyone else lends the Lova, a place to put a Tanur Vikirayim, somewhere to put down an oven or a stove, that's considered as if the Lova has karka, and therefore calls for Lov Prozbul. So if anyone gives the Lova space to put any of his stuff on the karka, you're already ra- allowed to write a, uh, a, a prosbul. Now, the, uh, the, the, the kasha that the Rishonim deal with is how does it help to lend karka to the lova? The malva is not able to collect from that karka. I mean, the whole point of why it's, uh, it's, it's a muslo shchicha to, to have a loan where there's no karka, where the lova doesn't have karka, is so that the malva will have the security of where to collect from. But he's not able to collect from karka that doesn't belong to the lova. So how does it help that someone gives him permission to use that karka. So Namukha Yosef quotes from a ritva that a malva is able to collect from the lova the karka, the borrowed karka, and use it until the end of the term of the borrowing, meaning he may have borrowed this karka for 30 days, so there's a value to that. There's 30 days rental on karka. So whatever that value is, he's able to be toface, and therefore it's considered it's considered to be that the lova the lova owns karka. Still a little bit difficult, but that's how the Nemuka Yosef quotes from the uh, from the Ritva. So Frek the Gemara on this price on Rabbi Yehuda, Amy, is that really true? Vatani Hillel, but didn't Hillel over here? Hillel is the Amora, uh, and it says Vatani Hillel. Hillel the Amora taught a brisa, not the Hillel who was Masakin Prosbul, because he would probably really know best about uh, about Prosbul. But the Hillel the Amora says that in Kosen Prosbul, Elal Otzitz Nokov Bilvad. That uh, you can only write a prosbul on the chovos of the lova if there's an atzitz nakuv, if there's a uh, flower pot with a hole at the bottom that the lova owns. That since it has a, a hole at the bottom, it's yonek from the karka. It's considered to be mechuber lekarka. So you see that it's dafka atzitz nakuv. That nakuv in she'eno nakuv lo. But if he has a flower pot that's eno nakuv, it doesn't work. But didn't you just tell me that even if he has a space where he can park his oven? 
or his stove, that that's good enough. As long as someone gave him karka to keep stuff in, that that's good enough. That that's considered that the love has karka. So why isn't a space where he keeps his atzit she'enu nakuv good enough for it to be considered that he has karka? So says Gemara lo tzricha demana chasiki. No, we're not talking about a case where the atzit she'enu nakuv is placed on the karka, enochinami. If we were placed on the karka and he borrowed the spot where it is, then enochinami. That's considered that he owns karka. No, you're talking about where it's 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 hovering above the ground, it's resting on pegs that are above the ground. So it's therefore, if it's uh, enonakov, it's not considered to be mukhubar lakarka. Only if it's nakov, it's considered to be mukhubar lakarka, and therefore it's considered that the fellow owns karka. So uh, the Gemara now brings different minhagim of Amoraim when it came to writing a prosbul. Rav Ashi maknile gidma didikla. When he would write a prosbul and the lova didn't have karka, he would be makna to the lova a, uh, a piece of uh, decal tree that was cut off uh, where, the, where, the, uh, where the stump was still attached to the ground. And he would write a prosbul on that. The Talmidim of Ravashi, when they wanted to make a prosbul, they wouldn't write it in the shtar. They would just, uh, one of them would say to the other three, you are a Beisdin, and my chov is hereby given over to you to collect whatever you want. So they didn't actually make the document. They would just verbally designate the Beisdin in an act of being Moser Shtorosov the Beisdin. Rabbi Yonah's son, Masar Mili, the Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, he said the Nusach of the prosbul, he didn't write a prosbul, he said the words of the prosbul to Rabbi So I'm later, Rabbi Yonason Do you need anything else besides for the, that, that the chov should not uh, be cancelled? No, you don't do anything else. The fact that you told me verbally the words of a prosbul, that's good enough. I don't need anything more than that. Now, the Tan Rabban, the Bryce teaches us. Let's say the Lova doesn't have Karka, but the cosigner has Karka. That's good enough also. Kosumal of Prusbul, we can write a Prusbul. Lo ula arev ein lahen karka, ula chayev lo yesh lo karka. What if neither the love nor the cosigner have karka, but someone who owes money to the love has karka? So kosmol of prosbul, that's also good enough to be able to write a prosbul. How do I know that? Mid Rabbi Nassan, this is the famous din of Rabbi Nassan. Detanya Rabbi Nassan, Omer Minayim, Noshim Bechaver Mana. How do I know that if Ruvain lends money to Shimon, Bechaver Bechavero, and Shimon lends money to Levi? How do I know you can take the money from Levi and give it directly to Ruvain? It's as if Levi owes the money to Ruvain. That the Pasuk is talking about someone who steals from someone else and he denies and he swears and in the end he admits the, uh, that the Gazan has to pay Karen Vachomish to the Nigzal. But the Pasuk doesn't say. Gazal mi menu, it says la asher ashamlo. And Chazal Darshan, that it means to give Karen of Chomesh to the person who really owns that Karen, meaning the person who lent the money to the Nigzal and the Nixay and Nigzal are Meshuba to that person. That since the Nigzal is Meshuba to a Malva and the Gazlan is Meshuba to the Nigzal, so the Sheba goes directly, the Sheba of the Malva goes directly, um, uh, goes on the uh, Gazlan and it can pa- pa- uh, bypass. 
the nigzal by going from the gazlan straight to the malva. So over here also, in our situation, someone owes money to the lova, uh, he's meshuba to the lova, and as a result, he's meshuba to the malva, because the lova is meshuba to the malva. And therefore, if he owns karka, that's considered like the lova owns karka, we're able uh, to, to have a prosible. Meaning, the whole point of the uh, of owning karka is that the malva should have the knowledge that he's able to collect, that there is karka that uh, he's able to collect from. And since we have this concept of shibutu drabinasan, so we know that he's able to collect, because you can collect through the, the principle of the shibuta drabinasan. So Gemara brings different types of halva'os, and whether Shemitah is mishamit, these different types of halva'os. Tanan hasam, we have a mishnah mesech ha-shviyas. Ha-shviyas mishametes es ha-milve bein bein The mishnah doesn't uh, spell out exactly what types of halva'o we're talking about, but it says that Shemitah cancels both a loan that's bishtar and a loan that is shelo bishtar. So Rabbi Shmuel Dami Tarvayu, bishtar, shtar sheyesh v'achrayis n'chasim. Shelo bishtar is sheyesh v'achrayis n'chasim. What it must mean is that we're talking about loans that have shtaros. Even when we say shelo bishtar, it means that there is a shtar. And what, what, what the Mishnah is trying to tell us is that whether there's achrayis n'chasim in the shtar or there's no achrayis n'chasim in the shtar, Either way, Shemitah will cancel the loan. So, if Shemitah even cancels a really strong loan, like a loan that's written that they have a star on, and, and even the strongest kind of loan, a loan that has a star with a chayis nechasim in it, then for sure a Shemitah will cancel a milva alpeh. So that is the, uh, the the way Rav and Shmuel understand the Mishnah. However, Rabbi Yochum, Roshim, and Lakishami Tarvayu, they disagree and they say, no, Bishtar means star she'en bo'achrayis nechasim. When we say that the Shemitah will cancel alone with the star, it means if there's no achrayis nechasim, shalom bishtar milva alpeh. Shalom bishtar means a milva alpeh, which means that all the Mishnah is telling us is that a very weak kind of loan and a mid-level kind of loan could be cancelled by Shemitah. But the most serious kind of loan is not being discussed in the Mishnah. The most serious kind of loan is a loan with a shtar sheyesh v'achrayis nechasim. And the implication is, al shtar sheyesh v'achrayis nechasim, that Shemitah won't cancel such a uh, such a loan. So essentially what we have over here is a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one hand and Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish on the other hand whether Shemitah will cancel the shtar sheyesh v'achrayis nechasim where Rav and Shmuel will say sure it does and Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish will say no it does not. So Tanya Kavasi is Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lakish. We have a brace that supports Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish, that Shemitah does not cancel a star that has a chayis nechasim. Shtar chov meshamit, v'miyesh v'achrayis nechasim, eno meshamit, because it says beferish in the Bresa, that shtar chov is meshamit, um, but, meaning, uh, if it doesn't have a chayis nechasim, Shemitah will cancel the loan, but if there's uh, a chayis nechasim, then it's eno meshamit, then Shemitah will not cancel it. So Gemara brings an additional Bresa that supports Rabbi Yochan Reish Lakish. So Tanya Idach, uh, we have another Bresa that's says like Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish that Shemitah um, uh, will not cancel a star sheyeshbo achrayus nechasim. So we already had one brisa to support Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish. Now a second brisa to support Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish. The brisa talks about um, the the following: a person lends money with a star, siem lo sada achas bahalva aso, and the lova designates a particular field for the malva to collect from, and he even shows the malva the borders 
numbers of exactly where the field is, the exact location, longitude, latitude, exactly where the field is. Eino Meshanit. Shemitah will not cancel the loan because it says if the Chov is already collected, Velo Od, and not only that, um, and not only if you designate a particular karka, even if the lover says to the Malva, all the that I own are Meshubad to this Chov, and he does not identify a particular field, even in such a case it's considered as if it's already collected, and Eino Meshanit. The Shemitah will not cancel. So you see, I'm right, that a Shtar that has a chrayus nechasim when you say kol nechasim arvayin that everything is 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 designated to help pay back this loan so it's ena meshamit the shmita will not cancel that uh, that loan so the mar brings a ma'isa where Rabbi Yochanan paskined against himself, which is amazing, because what just happened? We had a Machok's Rav Shmuel on the one side, Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish on the other side. We had two prices to prove Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish are correct. And now we're going to have a Maisa where even Rabbi Yochanan didn't think he was correct. The Kreve de Ravasi, a relative of Ravasi, Havale Ushtara, had a Shtar Chov on a uh, loan, Dava Ksiv Bey Achrayis Nechasim, where it was a Shtar, Sheyesh Bachrayis Nechasim, it said Achrayis Nechasim. Also, the Malva came to Ravasi, his relative. Amalai, he asked him, Meshamit or Meshamit? No, does Shmita cancel such a loan? There's a shtar that has a chayis nechasim. So Amalai, Ravasi said, Eino Meshamit. Shmita does not cancel. So Shavke, Ravasi left. Vasal Kavit Rabbi Yochanan. And now we went to Rabbi Yochanan and he asked him, Is this Chov Meshamit or not? So Amalai, Meshamit, that Shmita cancels such a loan, even though it's a shtar, Sheyeshba, a chayis nechasim. So also Ravasi, Kamid Rabbi Yochanan, Ravasi came to Rabbi Yochanan, Amalai, and he asked him, If the shtar has a chayis what do you hold? Does a Shemitah cancel uh, a loan in a Shtar Mishamit. He says, yes, it does. So he asked him, what are you talking about? But you're the Bal Memra, you're the one that holds that a Shtar is Eino Mishamit. It's you and Reish Lakish that said that a Shtar is So uh, you're contradicting yourself. So Rav Yochanan says, yeah, and just because I think that that's the svara, and that's what makes the most sense. Nasa uh, Maisa, just because of that, I'm going to do a Maisa and I'll be Motsi Mamon from the Lova. Meaning, yes, I think that's the most logical, but ultimately, I always uh, accept uh, the uh, the opinions of uh, those who came before me, unless uh, unless I have someone to uh, to rely on. So, Ravasi said but you do have someone to rely on. You have a Brisa that goes like your Shita. Yochanan says, nah, not really such a great riot from the price. Dilmahi Beshamahi. Because it could be that that price is following the sheet of Beshame Damish Dharma Sharomi Ligvos Kigavudami, where Beshame holds in Kalatarukula that a star that has a Christ Nukhasim, and therefore you could collect using that star from Nukhasim Shabadim is considered as if it's already collected. But maybe within the sheet of Basilo, um the Brisa would not have said the same, and therefore maybe the Shemitah would uh, would would in fact cancel a loan even on the Shtar Sheyeshbo Achrayis Nechasim. So it's an unbelievable thing. Here Rabbi Yochanan has a Shita. He believes that his Shita is logical and it's correct, but he can't find uh, precedent 
other than the fact that Rav and Shmuel disagree, and Rav and Shmuel came before him, and they, uh, and so he, he goes along with uh, with their Misora. I'm reminded, I heard uh, Rabbi Chaim Eisenstein describing um, uh, Rav Nevensal, that uh, his, his great rabbi, Rav Nevensal, is, uh, was, uh, is the former uh, chief rabbi of the old city of Yerushalayim, now his son, Rav Chizkiah Nevensal, is the chief rabbi, but, uh, but Rav Nevensal um, once explained the Gemara, the Gemara says, I think that, um, I think it was Rav Lezman Horkinus, that lo amr davr pi rabo. He never said anything that he didn't hear from his rabbi. But in another place, Chazal tell us that he said chidushim that that nobody ever heard uh, such great chidushim that no one ever heard in the base Medrash before. So Nevinsal explained that the chidushim must have been during Shir when the rabbi was talking. So he would push back and he would ask questions and he would say the chidushim. But once the rabbi came to a hachra, once the rabbi decided, so that was it. The decision was made. So uh, they said. So Rabbi Eisen said that when Rav Nevensal was a bachur in Panovich and he was uh, learning by Rav Shach, Rav Shach used to call him the great kategor. He would fight on every point. He would argue on every point. He would push back on every point. But once the Rebbe was machria, that's it. You know, uh, there are a lot of Talmudim that do the opposite. That's, uh, you know, calmly, uh, humbly listen to everything the Rebbe says. And as soon as the Rebbe turns his back, we'll argue on everything he says. And we'll, uh, so that's not appropriate. More appropriate is to be like Rav Nevensal. So anyway, so Rabbi Yochanan had the sheet he thought it was a logical shita, and he didn't even follow his own logical uh, shita. So Gemara brings another type of halva'a that shmita does not cancel. Tanahasa, we have a Mishnah in Mesecha Shaviyas, in the 10th paragraph of Mesecha Shaviyas, Hamalda's chaver mo'os ala mashkon. A person lends money, and he takes a mashkon from the lova, va moser shros of the basin, or if the malva uh, is moser shros of the basin, that they should be able to collect on his behalf, in Misham Shemitah doesn't cancel such loans. So it says, Marpish, lama moser shros of the basin, ditafsi bu'lu beidina. I get why moser shros of the basin, Shemitah doesn't cancel, because basin is tofes the shtaros, and uh, they have the ability to collect the chov, based on Hefker, based on Hefker. So uh, the Malva will never be able to be no gauge to the Lova. will never be able to pressure the Lova. Only Beisdin is the one that's going to be asking for the Chov. Malva, Alamashkar, my time But why is it that when you take a Mashkon, the Shemitah doesn't cancel the loan? So Amarava, Mishum to Tafaslei, because the Malva is holding the Mashkon, and since he's holding the Mashkon, I'm holding your Rolex, I'm not going to be bugging you every day to give me the money back, because I have, I have something. I have a Mashkon beyond. According to you, that a malva that's holding a mashkun that he got from the lova will prevent Shemitah from canceling the loan. So we should learn from there that hulvahu dar bechatero that if the malva lends the the, the the money to the lova and the malva uh, then lives in the chatzer of the lova, the toughest lay where the malva is being tofaced the chatzer because he's living there. You want to tell me in such a case Shemitah will not be mishamit either. Either. Certainly, in such a case, Shemitah will be Mishamit. So, Malay, so Rav responded, Shiny Mashkun. A Mashkun is Metaltal, and that's very different than a Tfisa and Karka. Because uh, you have a Kenyan in a Mashkun on Metaltal based on the din of Rav Yitzchak. And therefore, the Chov is considered already collected, so Shemitah won't cancel it. Because Rav Yitzchak taught us, from where do I know that a Balchov can be Kona Mashkun? Because the Pasuk says, when it talks 
about a Malva who returns uh, the pajamas to the Lova at night that he took as a mashkun during the day. It says, that the Torah considers the act of returning the mashkun at night as a tzedakah. Well, one thing about tzedakah is if I give your money to tzedakah, that's not called tzedakah, right? That's not a benefit. That's not a good thing. It's only called tzedakah when I give my money to tzedakah. So in Eino Kona, if the Malva is not Kona the Mashkon, tzedakah minayin. How can you call that a tzedakah? It can only be a tzedakah if it's his money. So mikan the Balchov, shekona Mashkon. From there you see that a Balchov is Kona Mashkon. Since the Mashkon is his, it's considered uh, to, 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 that, that, he, that when he returns it, it's considered that he's giving tzedakah. And therefore, um, and, and the ownership is, is, is reflected in the fact that he has a chayas for the mashkun, that if it gets lost, even ba'onas, the malva is going to be uh, chayif to pay for it. So it turns out that the malva, the malva actually has some ownership on this mashkun, and therefore it's considered that uh, it's a collect, already collected loan, and since it's an already collected loan, Shemitah will not cancel the loan. Now the Gemara switches its focus to discuss what happens uh, if Shemitah in fact cancels the loan, and then the borrower decides, I want to pay back anyway, and he tries to pay back anyway. So Tanan Hasan, we have a Mishnah in Masech HaShviyas, again in the 10th parak of Masech HaShviyas, If someone at the end of the Shemitah year comes with the Chov and says, here, I'm paying it back. The Malda has to tell the Lova, you don't have to, that I'm a Shemit, the Chov is, uh, is, has been taken care of by Shemitah. If the Lova insists, and he says, Afal Pikein, I still want to return it to you. So then you come to the Then you're allowed to take the money back. Shenemar v'zeh dvar shmita. So we darshan um, that v'zeh dibor shel shmita, meaning that you have to say a dibor of shmita. You have to say that I am, uh, um, I, I, I am, I am acting. I am speaking shmita words. So as long as I say mishamitani, then that's good enough. Then you're allowed to take the money. Now there is a machlokus rishonim what mishamitani really accomplishes. Gemara mesex b'mitzia daf kuvav. Tells us that uh, fields that are hefker um, uh, that, that during shemitah are hefker aliyadeyafka asa demalka, meaning that a kodesh baruch hu's mafkia for one year all your bailus on your own field. So most Rishonim learn that that's also true of Shemitah's Ksafim, that it's an Afka Asa Demalka, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes away your bailus on the loan, um, that the, it happens on its own even without you saying Meshamitani. It's just that we learn from the Pasuk of Vizet Devara Shemitah that aside from the fact that the Torah took away that loan, that there's a mitzvah for the malva to say a dibur of Shemitah. And that's how the Rambam seems to learn, and that's what the Shulchan seems to say as well, that the chovos are nishmatim right away at the end of the Shana Hashviyas, in Knisos Rosh Hashanah Hashminis, that it happens automatically, even if you don't say those words. A lot of times you have like that. You know, Shabbos comes, and it's holy as soon as Shabbos begins, and yet you're still supposed to say Kiddush. You still say words that declare it as Kadosh. You're, you're enhancing the level of Kedusha by doing so, but the Kedusha is there whether you say it or not. So here also, the Shemitah is there, and the loan is cancelled whether you say it or not. That is the sheet of Rov Rishonim. However, the Ureim learns that Kozman, that the Malva does not say Mishamitani, the Lova has to pay back the Chov, even if Shemitah has already passed. It's just that the Lova has the right to ask the Beisdin to force the Malva to say Mishamitani, because that's the Mitzvah the Malva has, and we can be confident on the Mitzvahs to make the Malva 
the same as Shavuot. But from a dinim momenist perspective, the lover actually owes the money until the malva says Meshametani. Wow! So that's the shita of the Arayim. So the 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 uh, the Gemara tells us Amar Raba v'Talile Ada Amar Hachi. If the lover does not want to pay back the chov and uh, the mal and he didn't say to the malva Afal Pikain, so we hang the lover up on a tree and we force him, if possible, to say Afal Pikain. I'm interested in paying back. Meaning, if Shemitah had cancelled the loan, and the Malva said, and the Lova came to pay it, and the Malva said, Meshamitani, because he had to say Meshamitani, and the Lova said, okay, and then he ran off with the money, so then we can hang the Lova up on a tree and say, you forgot to say FLP Kane, I want to pay it. Uh, that is how Rashi learns this Gemara. A lot of the Mishonim are very bothered by Rashi's interpretation of this Gemara. Because the Ravid writes that Ena das makablo. It's uh, he says, how could you, uh, you know, like the Rush says, then then butle Torah shviyas. There's no din of shmita anymore. If you're going to force the love every single time to say afal came, so the whole din of shmita uh, goes away. So there are other interpretations that the Rishonim have, but this is at least how Rashi understands. So Eisvei Abayis, Abayis challenges Raba. It says in the Brisa that a love that comes to return a halva'a after shmita, and the Malva says Mishal. I mean, and the end, the lover says, "Afal pikein kshunosin lo." When the lover gives the kesef to the malva, al yomar lo bechov yaninosin lecha. He should not say, "This is a payment for my chov." El yomar lo, the lover should say, "Shalihein ubimatana aninosin lecha." That this is my money, and I'm giving it to you as a matana. So Abayi says, if it's true that the malva can force the lover to say that he's giving it as a matana, the lover says, "Says it mitoch kfiya." You can't force a person to give. No, the Malva has to hang him on a tree until he says uh, that uh, the, until he says this, and uh, then he'll get the he'll get the the, the money back. Um, that uh, uh, the the, uh, the, the so, so, uh, so that uh, that meaning till he says the whole thing, not just Afal Pikein, but till he says that this money is mine and Matana uh, and I'm giving it to you as a uh, as as a Matana. Um, uh, Abba Bar Marta, do Abba Bar Minyumi. Abba Bar Marta, who is Abba Bar Minyumi, um, uh, uh, borrowed money from Rabba. Have a mask by Rabba Zuze. Rabba, uh, um, they own money to Rabba. So Aitinu Neale, Abba Bar Marta brought the money to Rabba, but Shavias, after the Shemitah year was over. So Malay, so Rabba said, Mishamitani. He, he said, What are you supposed to say? Mishamitani. Shaklinu Vaazal. So he took the money and he left, right? Abba Bar Marta. Took the money. He said, "Okay." He said, "Mishamitani." I tried to pay it back. He said, "Mishamitani." So it's my money. So he scampered off with the money. So Asa Abaye Abaye uh, came to Rabba Ashkedava Atziv, and he saw that Rabba was sad. Amalei Amay Atziv Mar. He said, "Why are you sad?" Amalei Rabba said, "Hachi Ava Meisel, because Abbar Marta owed me money. Shmita canceled it. He came and he tried to pay it back, and I said, "Mishamitani," like I'm supposed to. And he didn't say uh, that Afal P came. So Azul Gabe, so uh, Abaya said, you know what, I better smooth things over. So he went to Abba Barmata, Amalei. Ant Amatit Le Zuzi Lamar, did you bring the money to Rabba? Amalei in? Yeah, I sure did. Amalei, my Amalach. And what did Rabba say? Amalei, Mishamitani. He said, Mishamitani. So Amalei, Vamartale Afal Pikain. When he said, Mishamitani, did you respond that Afal Pikain, I want to return it? So Amalei, no, I didn't say that. So Amalei, so Abai said, Vi Amritle, let me tell you something. Had you said Afal Pikain, Vi Amritle Afal Pikain, 
have a shaklino minach, he would have taken it from you. Hashtamias amtinunele. So now go bring the money uh, to Rabba the Emale Afalpikane. And now tell him Afalpikane. So Halach, so Abbar Marta went, Amtinunele, he brought the money, Amrale, and he said, Afalpikane, that I want you to have the money. So Shaklinu Mine, this time Rabba took the money. So that he didn't have the das uh, initially to know that you're supposed to say Afal Pikein. So uh, now the Gemara discusses what happens if a prosbul gets lost. Amar Vida, Amar of Nachman. Amalva comes to collect from the Lova, the Chov, after the Shemitah is over, and he said, I had a prosbul, it just got lost. And the Lova says, I want to see the prosbul, otherwise I'm not paying you back. We believe in that he had a prosbul and he lost it. My time, why would we have Nehmanus over such things? Obviously, no a prosbul is a very easy thing to arrange. So since Rabbanah had a takanas prosbul, it's not mistaver that he would have done something usher uh, when he had such an easy way to do it b'derech hater. So Gemara tells that the that, that even if the malva doesn't say it, we make the taina on his behalf. He also made the rav when they went in front of rav with a halva after shemitah had passed, and the lova said that he wants to see the prosbul. So Malay, rav said to the malva, midi prosbul did you maybe have a prosbul and lose it? So In such a case, you're allowed to make the taina on behalf of the person who doesn't know that he's able to make that taina. The Gemara brings a bryson now that without a prosbul, you cannot collect the chov. So ask the Gemara on Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says that the guy could say, I lost my prosbul and we believe him. Tanan, we have a Mishnah, if you have a shtarchov but you do not have a prosbul and you taina that the prosbul was lost, the lover does not have to pay it back until you're able to produce a prosbul. So how can Rav Nachman say that the mother's neman that he had a prosbul and it got lost? Says this is in fact a machlokas tanoim, and Rav Nachman paskins like the Chachamim Lukula Titania Motzi Shtar Chov Tzarek Sheheimo Prozbul Tzarek. So there you have it. The Tanakama says you need the Prozbul in order to collect, and the Chachamim say you don't need the Prozbul in order to, uh, to to collect. So that's a machlokas tanoim, and then therefore Rav Nachman was paskining Lukula. The Mordechai quotes a machlokas Rishonim about the Nehemonos to say that I had a prosbul and I lost it. Rabbeinu Chizkia holds that a malva is neman only when the lover says Eini Odea if the malva wrote a prosbul or not. But when the lover is makchish and he says Barili, I know for sure the malva did not write a prosbul, then the malva is not neman. Rabbi Chiyomi Paris, however, says that even if the lover is makchish, the malva is neman because there's a chazaka of lo shavakatera v'azul sura. So that's the uh, discussion in the Rishonim. Um, so. Uh, so now we move on to the Mishnah on Daf Lamed Zayin Amid Bey. So says the Mishnah. New topic. Evet Shemishpah Padu'uhu. Yavnevet Kanani belonged to a Jewish person. He was taken into captivity and other Jewish people redeemed him from captivity. Im Lushom Evet. If they redeemed him to be an Evet Yishtabe. So then he's got to work for them. He doesn't go free. Vim Lushom Ben Chorim. But if they redeemed him in order to go free, Lo Yishtabe. Then they cannot uh, use him as an Evet. He goes free. Ramashim Lulilomer Ben Kach Ben Kach. Yishtabed, whether they were uh, they they were podehim l'shem avdus or whether they were podehim l'shem cherus, um, he, he goes back to working for the original for the original master. Um, the and the first yishtabed, the gemara is going to have machlokas who it's to. This Yishtabed is L'Rabba Arishon. 
um, that, uh, that 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 he goes back the Rabbi Rishon and uh, the the master has to go and be put the, the money that, uh, that that was spent or pay back the money return the money that was spent on the shikhr of the Evid. So Rabbi Shimon Leal holds that Ben Kach Ben Kach goes back to the original master. So now says Marabimayaskinan. What's the case of the Mishnah? If we're talking about that the Pidyon happened before the original Bailam of the Evid gave up hope on retrieving him. So Lashum ben Chorin, Even if you uh, re- redeem him for the sake of being a ben Chorin, why shouldn't he uh, have to go back into Shibud? He's still owned by the original master. Who must be after the Yeyush of the original master. Well, then if that's the case, Lashum Evid, Amayishtabe. If you redeem him, Lashem Avdus, why would he have to be Mishtabe? Back to the original master. The original master was Miyayish on him. So it's before Yeyush and Lushum Eved Ishtabid Rabo Rishon. If you uh, if you re- if you redeem him, Lushem Eved, he goes back to Rabo Rishon because the Rabo Rishon never gave up hope on him. And even if the uh, Rabo Sheni was poda in order that he should be able to use him, he knows that the Rabo Rishon has not yet been Miyayish and therefore would be Gezel to do so. But Lushum Ben Chorin Lo but if he redeemed him for the to be a ben chorin, then he works for neither rabbi rishon nor rabbi sheni. He doesn't work for rabbi sheni because rabbi sheni was uh, redeemed him for the sake of being a ben chorin. And the rabbi rishon nami lo parki. He doesn't not mishabi to rabbi rishon either, even though rabbi rishon was not miyayish mimenu. Uh, but the chomer choshesh that people will not be poda and avid kanani that get. Uh, taken into captivity because they're going to see that even if they're pulled to them, it doesn't do anything. Um, uh, the, the, uh, he's going to go right back to his uh, to his master. I'm trying to be pulled to him to make it, give him a better life, but he's going to go right back to his master. That doesn't do anything good for me. Rambam Gamliel says in either case, whether he was nifta l'shem avdus or nifta to be yotze l'cheirus, he goes back to Rabbi Rishon. Why? That just like there's a mitzvah to be poda bnei chorin, there's also a mitzvah to be poda to be poda avadin. So that's one understanding of the uh, Mishnah. Rava Amar Liolam Liachri Yehush. So really, the Mishnah is talking about after Yehush. Ulushum Eved, and we're talking about if he was poda him l'shem avdus yishtabi l'rabu sheni, then he should be he works for rabu sheni. Lushum ben chorin, and if you were poda him l'shem ben chorin, lo yishtabi lo l'rabu rishon v'lo l'rabu sheni. He works for nobody. He doesn't work for Rabbi Sheni because he was told to him for the sake of being a Ben Chorin. He doesn't work for Rabbi Rishon because it was after Yehush. So Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that either whether you told him the Shem Avdus or the Shem Ben Chorin, he's going to be Meshubah to Rabbi Rishon. Why? Like Chizkiah explained, because if, if he didn't go back to Rabbi Rishon, then it's an easy out for anyone who doesn't like his master and wants to be free of his avdos. He'll just get himself caught and uh, taken into captivity, and as soon as someone redeems him, he knows that he's free of Rabbi Rishon, and therefore he's going to have to go back to Rabbi Rishon. So what we have over here is two understandings of, 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 the, uh, of the Mishnah. We have Abaye and we have Rava, and Bezashem tomorrow will pick up with the Gemara 
Gemara's question on Rava from a uh, from a brisa. So we'll continue in that uh, in that sugya as Rosh Hashem tomorrow. Same time, same place. Everyone have a wonderful evening. Sure. Yeah.